Well, here we are. Bitcoin is heading or it just hits an all-time high. Another Bitcoin all-time high. And the crypto markets also at an all-time high. I mean, there it is. The market cap excluding Bitcoin. Also now touching all-time highs. Well, who's surprised about this? Because as we said, we've moved into another part of the cycle. We're in a part of the cycle where the CEO of probably one of the biggest companies in the world gets up and says... This. I do. Yeah, I think it's reasonable to own it as a, as a part of a diversified portfolio. And I'm not giving anybody uh, investment advice, by the way. When, when did you get interested in it? Uh, I've been interested in it for a while. And uh, I've, you know, been researching it and, and, and so forth. And so uh, I think it's interesting. So that is the CEO of one of the biggest companies in the world, Apple, Tim Cook. He's turning around and he's saying that not only does he own Bitcoin and ETH, but that he's interested in it and has been interested in it for a long time. And today, the question on everyone's mind is, when are we going to pump? How high are we going to get to? Um, yeah, basically, how high are we going to go? And so while everyone's chasing all these cycles, I can guarantee you that most of these people are actually going to get wrecked. All these people chasing the, the cycles, looking for when we're going to hit the top. When does old season start? When does old season end? I guarantee you that 99.95% of those people are going to get absolutely wrecked. And there are some people who are going to make a lot of money. But they're not asking that question. They're asking a whole different bunch of questions. So today we're going to look at the questions you should be asking. And I'm going to show you how by asking those questions... I made an absolute fortune on one of my portfolios. So you don't want to miss today. Stay tuned. It's going to be the biggest show we've ever done. That, I promise you. And you're going to walk away asking the right questions. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Welcome back, guys. I'm Crypto Man Run. I am still here in Lisbon. I'm still here in Lisbon. But I thought I'd bring you a show because I think things are just getting a little bit out of hand and I need to show you guys. I'm going to make sure that you guys ask the right questions. And let me tell you, I've been thinking long and hard whether I should do this show because, you know, on the, on the one hand, showing people that you take, you took a portfolio of $30,000 and you could have made it or you did make it into $35, $40 million is not where you want to be. And, you know, when I did that, I saw that already people were getting salty on Twitter. And we'll talk about those salty people on Twitter. But the reason why I want to do this show today is because I need you guys to change your mindsets. Because I think 
that the current mindset is absolutely wrong. Every single person that I speak to is asking me one question. When do you think, how high do you think this market will go? And where do you think Bitcoin is going to be at the end of the year? And let me assure you, well, that's a whole lot of fun. It's the wrong question to be asking. Because people who are asking that question are going to get wrecked. And I'm going to show you why. So if you are asking the question, if you are saying, if you are going around asking people, how high do you think Bitcoin will go at the end of the cycle? And, and when do you think I should take profits? And what is the hottest altcoin? You are doing this whole thing absolutely wrong and you are going to get wrecked. So today I'm gonna to show you a whole new set of questions that you should be asking. And I'm also gonna show you why you should be asking those questions and what happened to me when I asked those questions. So it's gonna be one of our biggest, biggest, biggest shows. So if you are new to our family, welcome. This is the most profitable, most loyal crypto community in the entire world. Smash the like, subscribe to our channel. Like, 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 like. Guys, it's taken a lot for me to get to a point where I'm actually gonna expose my portfolio to you guys and my thinking. But I need you guys to give me something in return. Smash that like button. And then let's, let's actually get into the content of today because there's so much, so much, so much that I wanna talk to you about today. Let's get this show going, going, going. So we're looking at the markets and we can see that Bitcoin, is again hitting all-time highs, climbing to all-time highs. It's not only Bitcoin, it's the rest of the market as well. And it does look like Plan B, who came out in June and said in June, he said that we would get a um, 100,000, I think he said $135,000 uh, Bitcoin by the end of uh, November. It does look like he's going to be right because if Bitcoin continues to climb at this rate, it is the only way that we can get to 135,000 by the end of November. And a lot of people are asking the question about getting to the end of November and the end of December. And as I said before, I think that that is the wrong question. I think we've got to appreciate that where we are now is what I've said to you guys for a long, long, long time. I said to you guys a while back that if you weren't in, it's the last time that you could be early. And I think that now we've gone past the point of being early. In fact, I think on the day when Apple CEO gets up on CNBC or wherever it was that he got up and says, hey, yeah, I, I own Bitcoin and I own Ethereum. Do you own crypto and any Bitcoin or Ethereum? Would you play around with this? I, I do. Yeah, I think it's reasonable to own it as a, as a part of a diversified portfolio. So he owns Bitcoin and he owns Ethereum and it's part of a diversified portfolio. And it's not only him. In fact, if you think about what's going on right now, you're seeing all the big CEOs in the world. You're seeing, you saw, you saw Elon Musk saying he owns Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Dogecoin. You're seeing Jack. You're seeing all the, the big, big, big CEOs of the biggest companies around the world. Facebook CEO holds crypto. Twitter CEO uh, holds crypto. Tesla CEO holds crypto. Apple CEO holds crypto. We're at that point now where, where in the past, people used to be embarrassed about their crypto holdings and not talk about them. And there were very, very, very few people who came out in public. We're now at the point where people are publicizing the fact that they own crypto. We're in that period of mass adoption and mass acceleration of the technology and the adoption. If you look at where we are today, it is probably exactly over here. So if you look at this chart over here, we're here. We're here at the media attention phase. Everywhere that you go, all you're hearing about in the media is how people are buying Bitcoin, hold Bitcoin, how Bitcoin is the end thing. Now, 
there are some of you that were here in 2017 and 2018. And I'll tell you one thing, it wasn't like this. Very, very, very few people supported Bitcoin and crypto. Very few people would ever admit to owning it. No CEO of any listed company in the world would have got up and said, hey, I'm buying Bitcoin. But now we're at that point of media attention. And you can see that that media attention is starting to cause that enthusiasm. So the media attention is actually causing that enthusiasm. And the reason why I'm bringing up this chart over here is because when I look at this chart and then I compare it to the chart that TechDev52 showed us the other day. Um, let me find this. Let me find the right chart for you. Uh, hold on a second. Let me show you this chart. Okay. You see how when he looks at 2021, he is saying that we had a little dip and now we're coming straight up. And then you compare that to this. You have a little dip and now you're coming straight up to media attention. So let me show that to you guys again. You've got 2021, little dip coming up and little dip with the first sell-off and now into the media attention stage. So all these indicators, you take that, you take plan B. Plan B says 135,000 or 100,000 by November and 135,000 by December. You take the cycle, you take, we're here in the media attention phase, you take TechDev52 and you look at where he says we are. All of these things are all pointing to one thing. They're pointing to mass adoption and mass acceleration of adoption of crypto. And for those people holding crypto, that could mean a huge, huge, huge increase in the value of their portfolios. Um, it's the biggest opportunity of our generation. And because it is the biggest opportunity of our generation, you're getting a whole lot of Gen Zs. I want to show you this. There's an article that shows that a whole lot of Gen Zs, uh, let me try and find you, 58% of Gen Zs are considering quitting their work and going to work full-time in crypto. Obviously, obviously they are considering leaving their jobs and going to work full-time in crypto. Wouldn't you do that rather than sitting in an office job that you hate and earning a currency that is completely devaluing? Gen Zs who have very little responsibility and are completely mobile are saying, hold on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't need a job. We can create more value. We can work in crypto and create more value then and, and earn crypto instead of earning garbage shitcoin US dollars and working a full-time job. That's what's going on at the moment. That's, that's what's happening at the moment. At the same time, what you've got is you've got Zero Hedge who came out and he says something very interesting. He said, total internet users versus total crypto users. And you can see that what he's saying is in terms of usage, adoption, we're not talking about people that have bought crypto, but we're talking about crypto adoption. He's saying we are where the internet was in 1998, and we are following exactly, exactly, exactly the same trajectory. Now, look back. What happened to the internet since 1998? It has absolutely fucking exploded. And remember one thing, that even though the internet had this kind of growth curve, the one thing that the internet didn't have to help its growth was the internet. Because the internet grew in a period where people didn't have the internet and social media. How much faster can we expect? Oh, let me kill this. That's not, that's not gonna work. I'm using my phone to stream, that's the problem. So, 
how much faster do you think that this adoption curve will continue? How much faster will this adoption curve continue now, given the fact that, the, that we have the internet to help us adopt social uh, uh, crypto? The internet never had the internet to help its adoption. And if you look at this tweet over here, which I think is a great, great, great tweet, let me show it to you. The total market cap of the dot-com bubble was approximately 10 trillion. Right now in crypto, we're at about 3 trillion. But, 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 global GDP is three times higher than it was in 2000. So is the money supply. In fact, not only is global GDP so much higher, but the money supply looks like that. The money supply looks like that. Look at the total money supply in 1998 and compare it to the total money supply that we have today. So going back to this tweet, what he says, it's a guy called DeFi Freak. He says, total market cap at the peak of a dot-com bubble was about 10 trillion. Right now in crypto, we're at 3 trillion. We're, but the global GT, GDP is three times higher than it was in 2000. So is the money supply. So is the market cap of all stocks. It's very simple. It's very easy to imagine or to believe that crypto can do another 10x from here because of those things. In fact, inflation is so out of hand at the moment. It goes up and up and up every single month. Last month, inflation was at 5%. This month, they're talking about 6.2%. The month before, it was at 4%. We are drowning in inflation. And they keep saying that it's transitory. Transitory, my ass. There is nothing, nothing, nothing transitory about this inflation. We are drowning in inflation. We are drowning in money printing. And it's going to drive this crypto bubble up. It's going to drive this crypto bubble up. And so it does seem like we're at this magic, magic, magic point. We're at a magic, magic, magic point where we are in the beginning, beginning, beginning of the adoption cycle. We are really, really, really in the beginning of the adoption cycle. The media attention is here and it's going to start being adopted like this. All the CEOs in the world are holding it. Reddit, Reddit. Reddit CEO says not only does he want to integrate crypto into Reddit, but he also wants to invest in the ecosystem. He wants to invest in decentralized social media. Okay, We are at a unique, unique, unique turning point in our lives. It's a massive, massive, massive turning point in our lives. And I've said to you guys a million and one times before, and I'm going to say it again, it's not clickbait and it's not hype. If you play your cards correctly, you can make generational wealth. You can change the trajectory of the future generations of your family if you play your cards properly. But if you don't, like most people, you're just going to get wrecked. I promise you, I've seen this all before and people just get wrecked. Why? Because they're asking the wrong question. Because everybody is looking at this chart and let's, let's, let's take this Bitcoin chart, in fact. Let me show you this. Let's, let's take the Bitcoin chart. Let's, let's go back to 2017, which is where, where we always refer back to. And I'm going to keep referring back to it because it's a normal, normal market cycle. And let's look at what happened. The market went up and it went all the way up and it went all the way back down. I mean, it even went at one point lower than where it was in November, as you can see. And so what everybody's asking right now is, the question is, how long do you think this old season is going to run for? How much longer have we got? And that 
is the wrong question. And I guarantee you that anyone who is asking that question is going to get wrecked. Because those are people that are here just to speculate. They're here to speculate on the cycle. And look, it's fun to try and speculate. Maybe, maybe, if you really make some money speculating on the cycle. But I realized something that I had to say to you guys, I had to show you guys. And that is that if you ask a question, you're going to wreck the cycle. Because in 2017, in cycle, I got absolutely wrecked. I started with some money. I got, I made a fortune and I lost it all. In fact, I would have been completely broke if something didn't happen. And that's what I want to show you guys. That's the part I want to show you guys because that's going to change the entire, entire, entire trajectory of how we think. And that's why I said to you guys, Today is the most important show we've ever done. Because if you don't get into this mindset, you are going to get wrecked. So, so listen up and listen up carefully. Look, I wasn't going to share this with you guys. I really wasn't. Because sharing a title like how I took $30,000 and made it into, three, into $35 million, it's tough. They're going to be haters, and there are haters. I saw it already. I mean, as soon as I point, as, as soon as I started this, I got this thing from Cobain, Crypto Cobain. Don't even know the guy. He says, "Oh, I said, look, uh, um, I said I'm 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 making this this video," and he replies and he says, "Oh, we already know because you you told your your people to follow in, and they've made forty percent and four percent and ten percent, and then we get the other haters that come in. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know who this guy is. I must be honest. Don't know who this guy is." A guy called Donald, Crypto Donald, where he says, uh, let's have a look at what he said. He said, uh, this has to be a joke, right? Lol, you dumped free tokens on your followers and used your reach to get those tokens. Deplorable. Then brag about the wealth attained in his news. The only thing is I don't take free tokens. Since we started Crypto Banter, I haven't taken one free token from any project ever. In fact, it's part of what we do. So they're going to be haters. And that's why I was actually... I was contemplating whether I should actually do this stream at all. But then I thought, guys, I have to change your mindset. And I have to show you why we are thinking the wrong way. Why you are thinking the wrong way. So to the haters, you keep hating. But I'm going to make sure that this community knows how to think about it and how they can make generational wealth. And let me tell you that making the generational wealth is not around following this one Bitcoin chart. Because the Bitcoin chart is going to go up. And it's going to go down and it's going to go up and it's going to go down. And if you think that you can trade better than this Bitcoin chart, I guarantee you that 99% of you are wrong. And I know this because I was wrong. I used to trade the cycle. And as a lot of you that are following us know, I don't trade very much anymore. In fact, I hardly ever trade. I have an investment thesis. My investment thesis is to invest in protocols that are going to change the world. And then to give me enough time and support to help them do the thing. And that doesn't mean trading. It doesn't mean following the cycle and trying to get in and out of coins to try and maximize the amount of return. And I'm going to show you why. Let me show you why. Uh, let me show you why I think like this or why I want to show you this. So let me just call up this, this spreadsheet. 
Uh, I was going to also give you guys actual addresses, but I think it's a bit risky because there are too many wasps in the world. Way, way, way too many wasps in the world. And they would track my addresses, and that's something that I don't want anyone to do. So what I did was I pulled up a spreadsheet. And what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to show you the spreadsheet. And I'm going to show you how it happened. You can verify it yourself. Everything here is verifiable. Uh, but I think, yeah, you, you can verify it yourself. Let me try and make it a little bit bigger for you guys. Okay, let's try and make it a bit smaller for you guys. Okay, so this, this should work. So what I've done is, actually, let's go one bit smaller, and I want to show you why. And then we'll first see what happened, and then I'll show you why it happened the way that it happened. So let's start off and say, I've been around since 2016, 2015, but in 2017, I started making a whole lot of investments. And I didn't have a lot of money in 2017. And so ultimately what I did was, I used to invest between two and $10,000 in every opportunity that I had, every investment opportunity that I had. I used to invest between two and $10,000. Okay, now I know a lot of you have got less than that. And so we'll show you today how that could have worked for you. Now, I got in early, and a lot of you are going to look at this and go, oh, yeah, but you got in so early, and you got into ICOs. In 2017, you could have also got in early. And 2021 is also early relative to 2026 and 2027. And I want to show you what happened, and I want to show you the network effects of what happened and how I invested. So in 2017, the first thing that I did was I put $5,000 into Ethereum. Yeah, exactly, $5,000 into Ethereum. Not knowing much about it, they promised smart contracts. And at $9, I invested $5,000. $5,000 when Ethereum was $9. I got 555 tokens that I never, ever sold. I just held them, never sold them. The price went up, the price went down, the price went below nine, but down from nine. I never, ever, ever sold them. I held them. And today in 2021, that those 555 tokens at $4,900 each are worth $2.7 million. And I don't intend to sell them. In fact, I intend to keep them. And then I carried on investing. I took another $5,000 and I put it into Link. It was the Link ICO. The ICO price was 11 cents. I bought $5,000 worth of link. I bought 45,000 tokens. Today, the price is $38. And my investment in link is worth $1.7 million. I put in $5,000. It's worth $1.7 million. I didn't have special access. In fact, my Ethereum I bought on Coinbase. Link I bought in the ICO like everybody else. I had no special access. I just bought $5,000 worth of link and I held it. The next one that I bought was Arweave. I put $5,000 into Arweave. I may have put a lot more, but in this portfolio, I put $5,000 into Arweave. The price was 25 cents. I got 20,000 tokens. I held them. I just held them. And today, that, that, those Arweave tokens are worth $1.5 million. I don't, and I don't intend to sell them. And then I think this is my biggest one. 
I invested in Binance. Oh no, wait, not, not that. Luna. I put $5,000 into Luna in the, in the ICO price. I paid about 20 cents. I got 25,000 tokens. Those tokens are worth $52 today. That, that investment is worth $1.3 million. Then I put $5,000 into BNB. It was the ICO. 11 cents was the price. I got 45,000 tokens. Today it's at $660. That $5,000 is worth $30 million. I haven't sold a single BNB and I don't intend to sell this BNB. I don't intend to sell it. And then you know what else I did? I bought some more. I bought a protocol called Injective Protocol, $5,000. I don't remember. Don't quote me on these prices because these prices were a long time ago. I got 33,000 tokens. That's worth half a million dollars today. And then there's another one here. Phantom. I did take $5,000 and I put it into Phantom at two cents. And I held it. And in fact, I'm still holding it. And if you take the total value of that portfolio, that portfolio is worth $38 million today. Yeah. Look, if you took $5,000 and you put it into ETH, in Link, in Arweave, in Luna, in BNB, in Injective Protocol, and in Phantom, you take $35,000, you hold it, you never, ever, ever sell it. It's worth $38 million. Now, of course, I had a whole lot of other investments. A whole lot of other investments, and a lot of them went pear-shaped. But every time it went pear-shaped, I only lost $5,000. And every time it went right, I made myself multiples and multiples and multiples of the $5,000. And so there's a lesson to be learned here. Why don't you put smaller amounts? into protocols that are going to change the world. And instead of trying to trade the cycle, just sit back and let them do their thing. Because let me tell you, if I was trading, I would have sold my BNB at $40, at $80, at $60. There's not a chance in hell that I would have held it to $660. But the most money, and in fact, the only real money I've ever made is using the strategy. How do I know this? Because where I look at where my money is now, it's sitting in all these tokens that I had conviction to hold. So I just had no fucking choice. Oh, we've, there was no liquidity. You couldn't sell it. There was no exchange. If there was an exchange, I would have begged to get my money out in the bear market. But I was lucky. There was no exchange. Luna, there was no exchange. We couldn't get liquidity. It was listed in Korea first. Most of these, Phantom, Phantom didn't perform for so long that it wasn't even worth getting out of. And so I was forced to stay in these investments. You know, the irony is, I didn't actually make money out of the other investments because the ones that I could trade in and out of I traded in and out of.
No, I don't have much to show for it. The ones that I did, what, I, what my investment thesis is now, are the ones where I made most of the money. So what is the investment thesis? It's such a simple thesis. Let me show you guys. Let me show you guys. Let me show you guys. I made you guys a little, a little, a little slide so that you can see this because I really want you guys to stop trying to um, stop trying to trade the narrative. Stop trying to trade the narrative. The first thing you need to do is you need to identify narrative. What do you think is going to change the world in the next couple of years? And if you look at this spreadsheet, at the time, I thought layer ones, blockchains, Ethereum, Arweave, Luna were going to change the world. I thought that smart contracts were going to change the world, and that's why I invested in Link. I thought that exchanges like BNB, and remember, BNB wasn't a smart chain then, it was just an exchange, an injective protocol were going to change the world. And so my investment thesis was to identify these narratives, which I did. I found the wackiest and most ambitious projects out here. I mean, in 2017, who the hell thought that Ethereum would ever be able to scale? Who thought that Binance would be the biggest exchange in the world? No one. I found the most ambitious projects. I evaluated all of them, evaluated the teams as much as I could, read the white papers as much as I could. And then I took a whole lot of small bets. 5,000, 5,000, 2,000, 1,000, 2,000, 1,000. And then the most important thing, I did not sell. Now, I did not sell not because I was a genius. I didn't sell because in some, in some instances, I didn't have the opportunity to sell. I didn't have the liquidity. It was the biggest favor that, that anyone could have done me in my, could have done for me was just to huddle. And you may say, okay, you know what? Great run, well done, you did this, but you're showing us the good, the good coins. Let me show you something else. Let me show you some other coins that were not on my list. Let me show you some other coins. If you would have taken $5,000 and invested it into Aave in 2017, it wasn't called Aave, it was called East Lend in 2017. At a price of two cents, you would have got 295,000 tokens. That $5,000 would be worth $100 million today. Yeah, $5,000 would be worth $100 million. If you would have taken $5,000 and put it into Matic, it would be worth $3.5 million. $5,000 in Rune would have been worth $2.3 million. $5,000 in Polkadot would be worth $883,000. So let me ask you a question, guys. Do you still think that you can make that much money trading? Really? I have never, ever, ever in my life met a trader that has made so much money trading Aave. I've never met anyone who's made $100 million trading Aave. But the people that followed the investment thesis that looked like this, identifying a narrative, finding the most ambitious, wackiest projects, evaluating the team, 
taking lots of small bets and then not selling. Don't try and trade the cycle. If your mindset is that you're not selling, let me show you something. Let me show you this. Let me get the, let me get this for you guys. I'm using multiple monitors here in the hotel room, so it might look crazy. Uh, let's try and get this onto a bigger monitor. I see Arena's back. Welcome back, Arena. We haven't seen you for a while. Okay, let me show you something. I don't care if you're the best trader in the world. You can't tell me that you're going to beat the cycle so much. When the market goes up, you can't tell me that you're going to sell the top every single time and you're going to drop the bottom every single time. But if you just bought Bitcoin anywhere here, anywhere here, you see, you bought Bitcoin here at $18, at $20, at $93, even here at $847. It doesn't matter when you bought it. Just let Bitcoin do its thing. Let the protocol do its thing. And whether you bought it, to be honest, here, here, or even at other previous highs of $20,000, it doesn't matter. Because today, Bitcoin's at $68,000. And we're lucky because we're entering a new technology that is gaining mass adoption like nothing that you guys have ever seen before and like nothing that I've ever seen before, ever. And this technology is taking the world by storm. Everybody's talking about it. All the big media, all the big companies are integrating it. Everybody wants to use blockchain except payments in blockchain. We're at the beginning. We're at the beginning of the mass adoption phase, the phase of media hype. And so you probably have one last chance to invest correctly. I'm not talking to you about trading. I don't care about trading. You want to trade in and out of tokens for fun? That's great. You're going to make way more money, way, way, way more money if you just follow this investment thesis. I don't know anybody that took $5,000, $20,000, and if you do, let me know. But I don't know any trader in the world that took $35,000 and traded it into $38 million in three years or four years. Sorry, guys. Never met that person. Don't even know if that person exists. But let me tell you, I know a lot of people that have got diamond hands and held since 2017. So you've got to change your mindset. You've got to change your mindset from trading and timing this market cycle to investing in protocols that are going to change the world. And then sitting back and the most important point of all these points, let's, let's take the, the comment away, is do not sell. Do not sell. If you sell, you're going to miss out on the biggest opportunities of your life. Let me show you something, because a lot of you are now looking at this again, but I don't have $35,000. Let's take away a zero. Let's see what would have happened if I invested $500. Now, I'm assuming that most of you have got $2,500 to invest if you're in crypto. Let's just take away a zero. Let's assume that I'd only invested $5,000, $500. And in total, I only invested $3,500. Let's 
I would have $4 million today. Okay, now, do you think you can trade $3,500 into $4 million? If you do, please let me know so that I can give you some money so you can trade for me. Because I'm telling you, I know for sure that that's absolutely impossible. Absolutely, absolutely impossible. Impossible. So, let's go into it. Don't try and time this market. Don't try and time the market. Don't trade the market cycle. In fact, you want to trade the market cycle, do it, but do it for fun with a very small portion of your money. Rather spend your time because you have one last opportunity, as far as I think, in the crypto market to invest early before everybody adopts all these protocols. And if you don't get the tokens that you want at the right price, still buy them if you think they're going to change the world because if they're really going to change the world, they're probably still cheap if you're going to hold them for multiple years. It's not only in crypto. The same thing happened to the founders of Uber. People that invested, or the first investors in, in Uber, the, the people that invested $50,000 in Uber probably have about $300 million of wealth today. Why? Because they couldn't sell it. Because there was no liquidity. It's not like crypto where you could have sold your pre-market tokens. You could not sell your allocations in Uber. And the investors, in fact, let me try and find this for you. Uh, let me try and find this for you. So that you understand that it's not about, um, it's not about, uh, here, here we go. Let's look at this for you guys. I have to find, there's a table that I want to show you guys about the initial investors in Uber. Let's see if I can get it for you guys here. It's probably behind a payroll, a paywall. Uh, it's behind a paywall. Anyway, if you do Google the, the initial investors in Uber, and you'll see that they invested $50,000, and they now have $300 and $400 million on one of these investments. And the only reason why that happened is because they had no liquidity. You could not sell Uber. It was impossible to sell Uber. So the best returns that I've ever seen from, any, from anything in the world is by buying technologies, protocols that are going to change the world, giving them enough time to do their thing, making sure that you do not sell. So I know a lot of you are saying, okay, well, if you don't sell, well, how do you get more money to invest? How do you live? So I'm going to show you guys when we sell. Because realistically, there are some times where you have to sell. But I've got a very, very, very specific rule around selling. There are only a few times that I allow myself to sell. Let me show you when they are. One, I sell the minimum amount that I require to pay my expenses, my living expenses, my office expenses, my car expenses, my kids. I sell the minimum that I need to make sure that I am comfortable living for a while, even if the market goes down. So I have enough to look after me for another one year, two year bear market and not, not, to be, not to have to sell. And if I do sell, I sell the minimum amount that I need to make sure that I've got some kind of cushion. The second reason that I would sell is if the thesis or circumstance changed. So what does that mean? It means, well, if something better than smart contract blockchains came out, I'd probably sell my theorems. If the government stopped money printing and decentralized all money and there was no more need for Bitcoin, I'd probably sell my Bitcoin. If the, th the thesis changes, then sell, sell. But the thesis hasn't changed, so don't sell yet. The third time is if the team 
is dishonest or competent. So if, inve if you invest in a project and you realize that the, the team is completely dishonest or completely incompetent and never ever hit their milestones or don't set out to deliver what they were supposed to deliver maliciously, then sell, get out, put your money into other projects. And the last time that I sell is I have a set amount that I sell and I use that money to reinvest in other projects. So at a certain point where I've made a certain amount of profit, I sell up to a maximum of 25% of my tokens to invest in other projects. So I say, okay, if ETH hits, hits $5,000, I will sell a maximum of 25% of my ETH and I will use that money to invest in other projects. Those are the only times I sell. To pay my expenses, if the thesis has changed, if the team is dishonest or incompetent, or if I need money to reinvest in other projects. Those are the only time I tell. So I hope you realize that the questions that everybody's asking right now are the wrong questions. Yeah, they're the wrong questions. We don't care when the top of the market cycle comes. And we don't care when it falls again, because we're not selling. We're not selling this market cycle. If you look at all my returns, they came from the last market cycle. Look at all of these tokens. They are not this year's vintage. They are the last market cycles vintage. Ethereum, Link, Arweave, Luna, BNB, Injective, and Phantom all launched in 2016, 2017, and 2018. And they went through a bear market. And let me tell you, the bear market was so aggressive and so brutal that Phantom went below the IDO price. Arweave went below the IDO price. In fact, I couldn't even sell it at the ICO price if I begged people to take it from me. I begged people. They wouldn't buy it from me. These are not this market cycle vintage. These tokens are tokens from the last market cycle. And so if you're watching and thinking to yourself, when old season is going to happen and how many weeks have we got left until we get to here, you're missing the point because the tokens that are going to change the world ain't going to do it in this market cycle. You can see that Bitcoin is only changing the world in the next market cycle. And the narratives that are, that are launched today are only going to change the world in the next market cycle, not this market cycle. So what you need to do today is you need to identify the narratives that you believe are going to change the world. You need to evaluate the teams. You need to take a whole lot of small bets and make sure that you don't sell until you give them enough time to change the world. Let me give you an example. You can go and buy Super Farm today, or you can go and buy Yield Guild Games today, or you can go and buy Metaverse tokens today. And yeah, you may make 100% or 200% or 300% returns in the parabolic altcoin cycle that everybody's expecting. And then you may sell, you may take profits near the top. But let me tell you something. If play-to-earn games actually do change the world, and if the world actually does migrate to a metaverse, I don't care how many profits you can make in this market cycle. 
you ain't got nothing on what it's going to be worth in the next market cycle. You think you've seen a bull run in Bitcoin. Wait until the metaverse takes over and you see the growth of metaverse tokens. Just identify the narratives, whether it's gaming, whether it's privacy protocols like Tornado Cash or Monsoon Finance or, or, or Secret or whatever it is. If that narrative works, those tokens are going to be worth a shitload of money. Another narrative that I, I keep saying to you guys, if we're going to live in a multi-chain world, a narrative that you probably want to invest in is bridges. Whether you can invest in Wormhole, I don't think you can invest in Wormhole, whether it's Rubik's, whether it's any swap, I don't care. But you need to invest in cross-chain protocols and bridges. And yes, they may go up and they may go down. They may even go down into 50% of the, of the value. But if we do land up living in a multi-chain world, which is powered by bridges, the value of those bridges is going to be so high that you're not even going to be able to imagine it. Whether it's Sabre, whether it's AnySwap, whether it's, I don't care which bridge it is. If it's a protocol that creates cross-chain liquidity, if it's, I think layer zero is going to be incredible. But I'm not going to tell you which horses to back because you know what you're going to do? You're going to take a lot of small bets. Small, $500 bets, $5,000 bets. It depends on your check size, on your wallet size. And you're going to just leave them. You're not going to sell them. You're just going to leave them. And we're going to talk again in the next cycle, when the metaverse takes over the world, when it's a multi-chain world, which is full of bridges. And you're going to sit there smiling and go, you know what? I listened to Crypto Man Run. And I saw how he put $30,000 into a portfolio that turned into $38 million, And I've actually made a whole lot more money because I listened to Crypto Man Run. And in the next cycle is when you should count your money. So if you are trading the cycle, great. Change your mindset. Get out of that mindset. Yes, we can have fun trading shitcoins all the time. But rather just take a whole lot of small bets. Lock them up. Go on vacation. Go on vacation. Lose your keys. Go on vacation. And let's talk about it in the next cycle. Yeah. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. And I think to the haters and the people calling me out for posting such a title, well, guys, I showed you how you can do it. And the message is not that I want to show you guys how much money I've made in clickbait, but I want you guys to change your cycle from irresponsible trading to responsible long-term investing change your mind and every time every single time that someone that doesn't listen to this station says when does old season end and how long and when should i sell have a little smile inside and go well you keep doing your thing you'll make 100 percent. you'll make 200 percent. you'll make 500 percent. that's cool i would have made if i would have made 500 percent on binance i mean i would have been the happiest guy in the world right i would have taken my binance stack my bnb stack I would have sold it, I would have made, say I made a thousand percent. I would have sold it for 11 bucks. My $30 million would be worth $50,000. I would have made a thousand percent returns and I would have been happy with $50,000. But it's 650. And if you put in $5,000, 
and if you weren't tempted to trade, $30 million, kids. $30 million. Yep. Go. Change your mindset. I'll see you all tomorrow. Until then, invest well, my friends. How was it? Enjoy it. Nice one, man. Enjoy it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Right, eh?